Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The best late night conservative talk show in America. Back is radio. And listen, there are no people better on the air to give you the best in conservative talk than Sackhead Sean and Sackhead Clint. Uh, and uh, we're working on immigration papers for a certain other guy who happens to work here, too. <laughs> for those who are tuning in around the world to the best late-night conservative talk, Sackhead's Radio. Talk, 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 dude. Talk, 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 dude. Radio. Talk, 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 dude. Talk, 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 dude. Radio. Spider gets bigger every time you tell that story. Hey, welcome to the Sackheads Radio Show. It is the 19th of March, 2014. I am one half of your host, Sackhead Sean. Sitting across from me is Sackhead Clint. How are you, buddy? I'm doing very well, sir. How are you? I'm tired. Me too. Let's go to sleep. So tonight's <laughs> show's canceled. We're going to take a nap. <laughs> what? I'm sure the people at home think that gets old, but I never do. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week? Uh, it was busy. God, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. My friend, at least a couple days. <laughs> so this weekend, we had a fun weekend. We had a we had a very fun weekend. It was long nights. We just hung out and did nothing. Um, no, not nothing at all. Matter of fact, if you go to our website, you're going to see pictures of us doing absolutely nothing. Doing nothing, and that would be at the sackheadsradio.com if you want to see pictures from this weekend's event. We actually went to the California State Republican Convention. Spent the whole weekend broadcasting from there. All those are up on our uh, iTunes if you want to listen to those. And uh, made some great friends, some great contacts. Found out some really cool stuff about uh, candidates and uh, some groups and some packs. And uh, it was signed a couple autographs. No signed, big. We did sign. That's the most amazing part to me. I, I, I wish that somebody was. You know, it's almost like when you see uh, Sasquatch. And right. it's always that one person you always wish they had a camera. Because <laughs> every time I came back, you were like, hey, I just signed another autograph. And I was like, what? wait, what? No, it was one group. <laughs> it was one group. And uh, there were about uh, a couple autographs in there. I know, I know. Of course, I was uh, I, I was probably off eating. That was one of the fun People parts. wanted to take pictures with us. Absolutely, yeah. That, it was crazy. Um, you can see all the pictures. Like I said, they're at sackheadsradio.com. Click on the, uh, I think it's the first link right now, and uh, all the pictures should be up there. We are simulcasting tonight on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, as well as here on Blog Talk Radio. Phone number as it is every week, 347-205-9399. It should be programmed into your phone on speed dial, and you should be anxiously awaiting to press it so we can put you on hold. Thank you to everyone joining in the chat room this evening. We appreciate you being here. Excuse me? What was that? <laughs> I just choked in my own tongue. Why? Don't you ever do that? No. 
No, I don't even know what to say to you right now. That was so odd. I do what I can. Like your eyes bugged out of your head for a moment. <laughs> you look like, okay, so on, what was the, the show with Arnold Schwarzenegger and he goes, oh, uh, Mars. yes. Uh, Remember it, the end when they're not like, in space. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking The one where they go to Mars. Yes. Right. Remember when they're outside and they're like out the planet and their eyes start bugging out of their head? Well, <laughs> that's what I look like for that minute. That's what you look like. <laughs> that's how I feel right now, just so you know. So we did. We had a great weekend. Uh, it was our first real remote. We've done a couple other small things, but that was the first big one. Um, Sako, again, I can't say enough about that kid. He made it happen, and we absolutely abused him all weekend. Um and the kid worked so hard for us, and he did such a good job. And, and he did a phenomenal home. job. The the best part was is every once in a while, you ever get somebody that's a chatter? Like you're in the middle of doing something, or you're somewhere where you can't really leave, and you have that person that comes up, and they're a chatter. Not in a bad way, but they just want to chat on and on and on and on and on and on and on for like an hour, hour and a half. Now, Yeah, we lived that a couple times. We did live that. And, and all very nice people. Absolutely. But they would just, you know, they ask about the show, and then you start talking about politics, and then, you know, you, you're seeing other people that are coming by our booth that are, like, trying to get a minute to say hi or whatever, and you're, like, trying to, oh, hold on one second, you know, and you're not trying to be, I don't want to be rude, I mean, they're lovely people, but I don't want to be like, hey, you got to go pound sand because there's somebody else I want to talk to as well, you know, so. You've only said that twice. <laughs> so that's where Sako came in. Because more than once that I turn around and be like, well, Sarko would love to answer that question for you and then walk away. <laughs> we, what's wrong with that? <laughs> and then come back about 20 minutes later watching Sarko just staring at me. Daggers would be the only way to look at it as I'm eating the food from the press room in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sarko, this sure is good. So it was. It was a really good time. Um, and, and thank you again to um, everyone there at the uh, California RN, uh, GOP who, who had us and hosted it. They did a wonderful job. It was a really nice event. Um, and, and go ahead. So my favorite part of the whole thing was was how the mainstream media uh, knew uh, kind of how they handled us. They had no idea. <laughs> like what we were. So it was like AP reporters were there and. Uh, New York Times, LA Times, LA Times uh, San Jose Mercury News, and and uh, we were the only non-traditional media. Yeah, there was there. us and um, there was one other uh, writer, Conservalicious. Conservalicious dot com is our website. De- uh, Deb is a great friend of ours. Now we spent the weekend hanging out. If you like our stuff, go check hers out. She has a really good. Uh, she and a couple of the guys over there have some really good stuff. But other than that, so it was it was because they had no idea who we were or what we were about, and they were kind of they were carrying themselves a certain way. And even it was a little weird uh, dealing with some of the candidate staffers at first yeah. until they figured out, oh, oh, you guys, you guys were sackheads. Oh, conservative. Oh yeah, come on, it, like it's great. Like you're actually going to have a conversation with us and not just hammer us on every little misstep that we've ever made. Right. Awesome. And, and it, it did. It really changed people's whole – it was so funny to watch how they responded when they found hey, – and we made no bones about it. Hey, we're a conservative talk show. You know, we're not hiding who we are. We're not we're – we're a conservative talk show. As soon as you said those words, yeah, I, it was amazing. People 180, boom, they'd want to come over and talk to you and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, candidates were seeking out our booth to come over and talk to us, which I thought was a lot of fun. Um, really good people, you know um, – 
I, I was psyched. Matter of fact, we have. I hope we have time tonight to get to the the clips of the uh, the folks who wanted to give a message to the Republican Party. Yeah, so we did a thirty second uh, uh, thing. We have fifteen or so. I don't remember how many we got exactly that we can use because uh, some of them, <laughs> some of them, we could not use, and that's us saying that. So, um, but we said, hey, you know, everyone gets a chance to record thirty second message to the GOP. What do you want to see them do in the upcoming elections, both twenty fourteen, twenty sixteen, or in general? Do you want to see him change a rule? Do you want to see him change this or whatever? Um, this is your chance, and we'll post it on our website. So Sako's been working feverishly at trying to get all those edited and uh, ready to go. But we had, uh, what, eight or nine other clips that he had to pull from the hours of convention speeches for these <laughs> poor kid. So we probably attended, what, five hours of speeches at convention total Yep. Uh, that we recorded. And, and so we – Sacco, uh, you got to go through and literally find uh, eight, most of them no longer than a minute. And uh, these are the clips that we want. Good luck, buddy. So he spent the last two days right. sifting and, through and that. He sent me a selfie of himself and his eyes red. And he looked, he looked like a porky pig in the Haunted House uh, cartoon. If you remember where so the mice were trying to kill him and Sylvester, <laughs> and his eyes were just completely red because he couldn't sleep. That was Sacco. That was Sacco, the poor kid. But uh, he got it ready, so we definitely have our sound clips tonight. If we get to the other ones, I know he's still working over there in the corner. If we can get the other ones, some of the other ones tonight, we will. But we have so much content to go through tonight. Um, it, it may have to hold off till next week, and uh, we'll put them up on the website this week sometime. Uh, let's see. So, so much to talk about this week. I, I don't even know where to start. Okay, I'll start. So here's our, our plan for the night. We wanted to kind of touch base briefly and talk about the uh, the CRP convention. And, again, some of the candidates. Look, we had an opportunity to speak with the California gubernatorial candidate, uh, Tim Donnelly, who uh, was outstanding. Uh, Congressman Sessions was there uh, as well. Absolutely, Congressman Pete Sessions. And he, uh, we had an opportunity to ask him a question during one of the press conferences uh, we had that clip. Media nice. only. <clears throat> <laughs> and, and it was interesting, and we'll talk about this in a little bit. It was interesting how there were national Republican figures there. Uh, Condoleezza Rice gave gave a wonderful speech, and we have some clips of that we'd like to discuss um, as well. So tonight we'll get into that. Uh, we have a, a, a group coming on it at 830 to talk about an issue that's very, very dear to them, and I don't want to – I don't want to showbiz their topic, but we'll let them uh, let them pitch yeah. uh, what, what they have what they have coming up. And we're gonna have a couple different people, so it, it'll be interesting to see. We have uh, Condoleezza Rice, who, by the way, what she looks better now than she did when she was Secretary of State. Who does Pete Sessions? She's a congressman. <laughs> Condoleezza Rice. Oh, it just and I don't know if it's because she's out of that stressful situation, that limelight. But uh, she looked ten times. She's and she had actually had an amazing speech. Um, really enjoyed that as well. I uh, had listened to Ryan's speech Friday night. It was okay. It, it kind of, believe it or not, it kind of, the uh, the content of it kind of mimicked what the California GOP is doing. It was very vanilla. It was very vanilla. It wasn't as arousing as I hope it would be. Um. Don't make that joke. I mean, it didn't get people going. It, right. it, it wasn't no, that rah-rah, 
that I was expecting from it Friday night? Because if you're going to kick off a convention, you're the head of the GOP. Yeah, make it make it like mint chocolate chip with magic shell on it. Dude, you better parachute in, have stuff blow up, and then have Kiss clothes for you as you're getting off stage. Right. Because Gene Simmons is a conservative. He'd do it. And Absolutely. He would. And, there's, <laughs> and there's, there's a reason why the national – Republicans were at this event, and and that that's that's all I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it with, right there. Uh, <laughs> look, hopefully we have we, we will get time to get to our uh, the the sessions clip, Pete Sessions clip, uh, the the Tim Donnelly clip. Uh, well, I, I you know the more I see of him, the more I am impressed. Tim Donnelly, yes, Tim Donnelly. And one thing that I found very interesting was the size of the Tea Party group that was at the, the CRP. Uh, over half, in my opinion. I, I, I believe I, I would say that's accurate. But yeah, very, very conservative Republicans there. And, I mean, if, and know, the best part we talked about this before is the youth that are involved in that movement, and how many young people are there. And, and we talked about it a little bit, I think, um, when we were wrapping up on Sunday. But one of the cool things I thought, you know, people have to remember is, yeah, you did have that older uh, um, Republican group that's you know been voting Republican for a long time. They've been around for a long time. But you can there's that noticeable middle age group gone that forty to fifty five there wasn't a lot of people in that age range there, mm-hmm. and that's when the Republicans have really dropped the ball um and that whole group and then you there's that thirty five and under crowd that was charged up tea partiers I, I was in the room when Tom McClintock was giving the speech to the uh, tea party caucuses. I tried to record it, but the cheering was so loud and constant. Yep. I honestly could not get any usable audio out of the recording. And, and that room was packed. Every single time the caucus had a meeting or a, ta- a, a speaker, that room would jam full. I, I couldn't even get in a few times. And I had my press badge. I showed it to people. But they just wouldn't move. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. It was great to see that. It really kind of recharged me living in the state. Um that has a tendency to be so progressive and sane. To see that young group there, that, that was pretty awesome. And here's here's what what I wanted to I wanted to kind of let our listeners know how it works because we actually have a very dynamic here at Sackheads Radio. We have a very dynamic team. We do, and we we function um, so so well together. We each kind of have our niche that that we're good at. And so just, I just kind of want to give folks, if you're okay with it, kind of a, a behind the scenes peek as to how the Sackheads function when we go to events like this. Okay. So we have uh, Sackhead Socko, mm-hmm. or uh, Socka Nuts, as I like to call them. And Socko is, is, as most people know, our producer, our tech guy, and he really keeps us up and running with everything he does. He does all our sound. Um, he does. He's the one who that does our music. It's an original musical score. Yeah, and he does. I'm, I'm he does sure, all of our. I'm pretty music. sure it was up for a Sackhead Award. It was up for, for a Sackie. for best musical score for the Sackheads radio show. Um, I don't think it won though. No, no. Unfortunately, you playing Wheels on the bus somehow won. Wheels on the bus won, which is odd. Uh, so he he really sets us up and keeps our audio up and running um, as we feed him uh, clips and sound bites and, and little interview pieces we do while we're going around. He's cleaning them up and plugging it up. As we go back with photos, he's keeping our slideshow updated, keeping our website updated, keeping us plugged in and, 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 and good to go. Yeah, keeping us on time for press interviews and all yeah. that stuff. Yep, keeps our schedule ready to go for us because we have ADD pretty much. We're all over the place. Well, I never and, would have left the food area. 
you oh, can't put fine you, you can't put me food. near a free food area we can and do expect me to walk at out the food area Ex- yeah we did actually so but Sako, unfortunately the downside of that is he's he's usually at the booth maintaining the equipment and keeping things going um so Sako, we love him to death he doesn't he doesn't get a chance to uh to to move around as much as the on-air personalities do he's like Scotty from Star Trek He's like Scott. Exactly. He keeps the room running. And what's great is he will actually say things like, um, I, I'm giving her all she's got. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally said, that's great, Saka. Just switch the AA batteries in the recorder, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And meanwhile, he's trying to hook the thing up to a generator to give it more power. Uh, then, or still electricity from the people sitting next to us. Right. Either way, we don't care. We're like, there is no such thing as dilithium crystals, Taco. When I ever said to him that we needed a camera and he was going to go up and club the guy with a microphone from the news agency and take his camera, right. that's how committed that kid is to the cause. Absolutely. <laughs> so he uh, – then Sean is is really the the uh, kind of the the life of the party in terms of our social media. Uh, Sh- Sean is the one who is out there interacting with folks. Uh, all our Twitter feeds that are live as as we're in there listening to the speeches and so forth. Sean is pushing everything out on Twitter, uh, keeping everything uh, up to date on Facebook, uh, making sure our social media is up and running, and and keeping us really connected with the world um, that way, and uh, and and keeping us going. Um, so that that's which is a tremendous deal, obviously, especially for for something like this. First of all, you're up on it constantly, all the time. You you are the one. If it's a tweet, there's a 99 percent chance that it came from Sean. Same with as our as our blog is working uh, for for the show. Once in a while, I'll jump on, but I don't even know if the damn thing's turned on. So, <laughs> I like, like you said earlier, when we were sitting down, you're like, um, I did something, and I don't know what happened to Twitter. And I said, yeah, you minimize it, Chief. That's it. Right. That's me. Uh, so, so, and then I kind of, I, I went out and uh, I was, I was, um, uh, I'd talk to the candidates, do the, the, uh, the specific interviews uh, with the candidates and uh, get, getting the, uh, the FaceTime with, with staffers and so forth and, and making those, those contacts with my, with, you know, my, my technology is a, is a little Mead notebook. And uh, we were kind of laughing about that, but I have a, a digital recorder and a notebook, and that's kind of my thing while Sean is walking around with a laptop uh, computer and his cell phone and getting getting the social media out. So we all really have our niche, and it works out very, very well. I mean, right. it's, it's, it's just one of those combinations that seems to have worked very well for us, um, which, is, which is why I think uh, we were able to make as, pot- as positive um, an impact. It sounds like I'm really patting us on the back, but I am. I'm very proud of the job we did, especially for, for – um, as as new as we are to introductory this, this type of event absolutely and now we have convention experience not a big deal and what was great is the folks that we i want to say thank you very much um to the 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 men and women at the california gop um the california republican party that were working the event particularly um the folks who worked the press area exactly very very professional um they were so nice and and you know what's sad is i could tell we had personality, in case folks can't tell. <laughs> we're like this 24-7. Right. It seems like they were so happy to have press people with personality, which was odd to me. Even the other press people didn't know how to take us, and we basically just didn't care. Yeah, that well, was awesome. But they were so good to us. They, they really helped us out in terms of getting around, um, in terms of, uh, of, of helping us out with any questions that we had. 
um, and I want to thank them for their professionalism, their assistance. And, uh, a couple names of the people that we dealt with the most, Janae, Micah, yeah. uh, Rosie. Um, now you're naming uh, names, you're going to forget somebody, and we're going to look like complete jackasses. No, and, so uh, thank you for that. The, the head of everything, the, the one who put everything together as far as press goes, Mark Standriff, who – just a great guy. Um, he actually is a former radio show himself, uh, host himself, which is why I think he took pity on us. <laughs> but we want to extend but our But treated thanks. us – I mean, you want to talk about treating us like champs and just such a professional organization. I, really, I can't say enough about how well we were treated by the organization and candidates uh, that I really – our hats are off to them uh, right. for putting such a great job together. Yeah. So – Anyways, I wanted to I wanted to touch base with that and just kind of give our our listening audience an idea of kind of how it worked and how the convention went down and and there would be times we would all come together and and hey this is where we're at this is what we got this is what we did for example I disappeared for what an hour and a half at one, right. one occasion I was I I went to go get food and like an hour and a half later Sean's sending me a text message and I was like what's this thing in my pocket that's going off oh Sean put a cell phone in there. Um, yeah, we're going to be live in 15 minutes, yeah, there, bro. And I said, hey, I'm actually, I'm actually uh, speaking with somebody. I'm making a contact right now. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you about it in a little bit. I didn't end up eating, but it, it, it worked very well for us. So, my friend, thank you very much. Thank you, and, and thank you to everybody who listened this weekend and helped us out um, in one way or the other. I really appreciate it. Um, I do want to talk about a little bit of who's coming up at 8:30 because it's kind of a big deal, um, and it's. It's a coalition that's essentially trying to reform the death penalty, but uh, uh, in a positive way, uh, trying to make it quicker, uh, more accurate. Uh, so we're going to have uh, California Contra Costa County District Attorney Mark Peterson on to talk about it. Um, Phyllis Loya, whose son um, was a police officer in California that was killed, and, uh, um, and NFL player Kermit Alexander, a former NFL player Kermit Alexander, who – his family had four members of his family killed by a death row killer in 1984, and he's going to talk a little bit about it. So that's going to be at 8.30. So we're going to have three separate guests on that uh, from 8.30 to 9. So I hope you guys enjoy that. And then we're going to get into all the speeches from the event um, at 9 o'clock. Why are you looking at me like I know how to work? Well, because we finished this segment eight minutes early. We never do that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, I, 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 that, we, we didn't, though, because I do want to talk about this. We, we already talked about how there were some national um, GOP folks present uh, during during this event. And, look, I think California, the Republican Party in California has really been dead uh, for a while. Yes. And, and there's a theory – I have a theory behind that where, you know, California, we've talked about this before, has been under the control of the, the, the liberal Democrats really since 1970. There was, there was only one – period from either 95 96 or 96 97 where the republicans actually controlled the state assembly but the democrats still controlled the senate uh, effectively the democrats have been in control continuously since since 1970 and the condition of the state is horrible i believe the california republican party started moving more to the left they started doing what the national party seems to be doing now and that is running more moderate candidates and even more more um, candidates who are a little more left of center in order to try and pick up Republican seats, uh, Republican votes. And I think what ended up happening is the Republican Party in California shrunk because people were so disenfranchised with it. 
And and as a result, the Democrats now, I mean, look, you have a governor in the state, Jerry Brown, who's been more conservative on some fiscal issues than, than conservatives who was the Republican that ran against him, right. I, I believe, would have been on a lot of the same issues. And that's an issue for a Republican Party when the Democrat is a little more right of center on certain things than than the candidate you're running against and or the, than the candidate you're, you're putting up. So I think that the National Party and national folks were there uh, to try and revitalize the California Party and to get it going again. And, and I think another reason they were there, and this wasn't said, is look how California goes, so goes the nation. I think the 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 Republican Party on a national level, if they don't change course, look, they're doing the same thing the California Party did. They're running McCain. Uh, they ran they ran uh, Romney. They're running people who are moderate. Uh, at best, Republicans who are a little left on some issues, and they're they're getting their butts kicked because the conservatives are staying home. And I think that's what happened in California. Again, that's what's going to happen in the nation. And, and if the party doesn't figure this out, they're going to be in trouble. The nation is going to be where California is. Um, so I really hope that the, the, the party in California can kind of revitalize itself. The Tea Party, they really need to harness that. Um, like we talked about, the, the Tea Party had a fairly large showing there at the, at the California convention. And if the Republican Party doesn't uh, doesn't embrace the Tea Party effort and get away from the whole idea that, oh, the Tea Party are extremists, like I know is a huge, huge uh, um, push out there in the media, and we've talked about why that is before. Um, but they really need to get on the, get on ball with the fact that, hey, the, the Tea Party is really the conservative side of the Republican Party. And the Republicans should be the Republicans should be more conservative. They're not all that way. So they need to find a way to bring the Tea Party into the fold. And I think that's what, what Congressman Sessions actually touched uh, touched base a little bit about uh, when we were in our, our media presser with him. Uh, well and one of the things too that did come out of this weekend is there was some voting issues that the Tea Party was pushing a couple mandates to the rules and and they were shut out from the rules committee Mm -hmm. and just to see that was disheartening because you know like you just said we need to embrace that side more and more as a party you have to or the party you have to or the the party is going to collapse there there is i don't believe there is any way for the republican party to sustain itself if they ostracize the the tea party portion Mm -hmm. of of the I, i really don't and i think you start seeing a rebranding of some of the tea parties um in order to in order to um, it's just they're calling themselves traditional conservatives as opposed to Tea Party. Really, that's what Tea Parties are. They're traditional conservatives. Well, and the reason they're doing that is because the left has made them into such evil, these ridiculous fallacies of e- evil people doing evil things, and they want to just hold their money and hold it. You know, they've made it about race. They've made it about everything that they possibly can. Um, so I think that's kind of needed to happen. Um, in order to keep the conservative side of the party moving forward. Well, and that's the thing. You have to have that. If you, if if the Republican Party alienates the Tea Party, they they're going to lose their conservative voter block, which right. leaves them just some moderates. And that look at look what happened to Romney and McCain. The conservatives stayed home, and they stayed home because they're not running um, conservative candidates. They're not running candidates that that. Um, hold true to the traditional Republican ideals. Look, if you run a conservative candidate 
a, a Reagan-esque type candidate a true cons- uh, or a true conservative like a Rand Paul or something like that. I bring up uh, Donnelly in, in the state of California. If you run somebody like that, particularly on the national level for president, you are going to get your conservative base. What you are also going to pick up, I think, is you are also going to pick up the independents because of everything going on in the world today, Russia, Obamacare, all these other things. You're going to pick those up, and you can win an election. If you run somebody who's moderate again because you're worried about running to the middle and alienating people, you are going to um, you are going to alienate that conservative base. You may get some of the moderates are going to end up losing again. And uh, once again, I think that the uh, I think that uh, – sorry, something just came over the wire. Uh, we'll talk about it hopefully if we get a chance to, to look at it. Um, but I, I think that, that uh, they're going to lose big, and, and California, again, is a prime example of that. Absolutely. Hey, we're up against a break. We're up against a break. we come back, we're going to have Contra Costa County District Attorney on the phone, and we're going to discuss the death penalty for the next half an hour. So stick with us here on the Sackheads Radio Show, 347 205 Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 